And now, whether you like it or not, Cliff and Kendall coast to coast. Don't know about the future, that's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting all depressed. Buy up your pad and pencil, I give you a piece of my mind. In my opinion, nation, the sun is gonna surely shine. Stop all your fussing, slap on a smile. Come out and walk in the sun for a while. I said it, don't fight the feeling, you know you wanna have a good time. And in my opinion, nation, the sun is gonna surely shine. Times come on, Kendall, we're in a parade. Do 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 do. Oh, those moves! I need to work on those moves. You need to work a lot on those moves, Kendall. No offense, just friendly, constructive criticism. But this is the we're at the old Busheltown Gay Pride Parade this week. The old Busheltown Gay Pride Parade. You know, one of those old institutions. It's an institution. It's like what the fourth fourth <laughs> annual or something now. Six, six, I oh. think. But anyway, Kendall, it's a lot, to a bunch, way. You know, we weren't here for all those. Obviously, we were abroad for many of them. But we're here now, and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churns Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter has its own float. And we're on it. We said, hey, that little space in the back, what if we just brought our recording booth, you know, constructed it up there, had Charles put it together. Why not just do the show live? Not live, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. (laughs) Today when people say live, they don't mean live. It's like all the Tonight Shows and everything. It's it's filmed as live. Or live to tape is what they call it. Anyway. Live to tape. That's, That's what we're doing. What anyway, say, yes. Cliff, yeah, we're we're on the parade float. We're up here. I've brought all these beads yep. to throw out to people. I'm so excited. And I'm even dressed I, for the... Why did you bring... Kendall, stop. Why are you bringing beads? Well, everybody throws beads go off of parades. Off a float. Drag persona. Well, you know, everybody throws things off a of float. I don't I know. Mean, I felt right. like it's like... It's like Mardi Gras. I feel like people would want beads. So I brought, anyway, I brought beads. I mean, they might. I see a lot of people without any, seemingly without any, almost no clothes at all. So they might see, want they some need something to cover up later. with. Just but now I, Cliff. Me too. Hand me a pair. Such yeah. a huge, huge everything, including a huge ally to the LGBTQI plus community. So I am in honor of them. I've dressed in drag today as none other than our hero. Mrs. Charles Lindbergh. <laughs> Mrs. And Charles I must say, Lindbergh. If, if Charles Lindbergh would have ever had this dress, he 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 she may have dressed like this. Kendall, you're going to get canceled for saying he she. I, I want to tell you right now. Please, uh, Kendall apologizes. Please. Everyone here at Clip Clip, Clip, I was gender <laughs> neutral back before it was cool. I was calling Charles Lindbergh. You were just wrong. There was, of course, this is a nod to our old joke. It's not even a joke. It was a thing you should know. And Kendall, <laughs> I went, like, yeah, what, uh, what, what? Who was the first woman to fly a plane across, or as I wrote down, to fly a plane across the Atlantic uh, Ocean in 1928? Oh, uh, was that old Amelia Earhart? No, stupid. No, who was it? It was Charles Lindbergh. Now, Amelia Earhart was a passenger in that Did flight. you not just ask me who the first woman was? Yes. And Charles Lindbergh is a woman? Yeah. Charles Lindbergh. Yeah. Mrs. Charles Lindbergh. There's a different Charles Lindbergh. It's an old, it's an old <laughs> it's joke. It's become a joke. It's an old joke. No, it's now it's a joke, but it was a thing you should know. And I'm sure the CD-ROM will insert the clip if it has not already. But, Kendall, you were not being gender neutral. You were simply calling a man a woman, which still adheres to the old evil gender binary, Kendall. Shame, shame. Shame, shame. But I'm not here to shame you. Always got shame. I'm, oh, you do. You have enough. So just keep what I already gave you and I won't add to it. <laughs> Uh, but you know, Kendall is—he is what a big ally, and still you do look beautiful. This, that skirt looks 
less like Mrs. Charles Lindbergh to me and more Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. But uh, the hair is definitely Amelia Earhart. Well, they only had so many things at the costume store. I know, but you have that bomber jacket which and the scarf, which I like because it reminds me of Snoopy when he's fighting the World War One. Yeah, and these... These aviator glasses, those are cool. And of course, I did not come in drag. I came. At, another thing, Kendall and I, the second 15 years of our show, we're not going to be mad or sad about being fat. We're just going to own it. So that's why I wore a jock strap today. And that's all because, hey, we're all of me. Why not take all of me? I'm all Wait, here. You're not putting on any other clothes? No. Before we We've are, oh. we're in the middle of down to Shovel Street. What do you mean before we what? Yeah, but, Turn left? Well, we're on we're on Shovel Street. We're not on like the main street. Like I thought for sure you'd put on some clothes before we're down the main no, street. That's a lot to see, Cliff. It's a, it's lot. a lot to see. Oh, listen to Kendall. Body shaming. How many times has he been canceled on this episode alone? You know, there's a reason they put his name together. Please with the, somebody cancel the Weinsteins, <laughs> the Woody Allens, the Kendalls. Okay. Okay, okay. But that's not what we're here talking about today. This is also a show of forgiveness. We forgive you, Kendall, for you know not what you do. But this is a show. How the elephant? Have we never done a show about elephants before? How the elephant? I don't know. I had Crockpot search the archives. We were so so shameful in the first 15 years of our show. We were like, I don't want to talk about elephants. They'll they'll think it's too much like us. Of course they'll do a show about elephants. Too on the nose. On the nose. And what, on the trunk. And if Watkins taught us anything, it was to not <laughs> be on the nose. Cliff, they didn't teach us anything. All right, let's move on. No. <laughs> but sure before we get to elephants, before we get to elephants, yeah. I have something for you. Uh, I have something oh. for you. All right. I have been going through all the old junk uh, that we have stored in the... Ugh, that, I had that came for out. you, yeah. We're... I have all this stuff stored in the garage of, of you know, down at our house in, yeah. in South Busheltown. And... Um, uh, ooh. And so I found this thing. I thought, oh, Cliff is going to love this. Cliff, it's from, I think, the 80s. It's a Batman ring. Oh, it's a little ring. It. It's got the Batman symbol on it. And I was I like, oh, Cliff is going to love this. So that is for you. Oh, thanks. You might want to put it on to add to the jock strap. You know, just, just as an extra accessory. You know, an accessory, I will put on accessories. Like the, that bead uh, that you gave me in this ring. I do know. Do I get to keep this ring? And is it my Christmas present? From last year, of course, because we're, we're not up to no, this year No, your yet. Christmas present is still being worked on. It's <laughs> worth it, trust me. But this ring is in lieu of a of a placeholder until the Christmas present's ready. Oh, it's like a promise ring. Okay. It's a promise I ring for your Christmas it. present from last year. <laughs> I love it. Now, I do keep having these recurring dreams, and this is the God's honest truth. Now, for years and years, I had recurring dreams that it wouldn't hit me until like December 24th at 8.30 p.m., that it was Christmas time, and I and I just wasted everything. I had no gifts for anybody in this. That that yeah. was a recurring dream I had for years and years and years. Now I've been having a recurring dream where it's Christmas Day. It's all of us. We're together at Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turns house. All of our gifts are there wrapped, and I'm the only one who keeps saying, "When are we going to open these presents?" These presents have been, no kidding, I've, this is what I've been dreaming. And, and people are like, well, we have to wait for so-and-so to get here. And I'm like, they're never coming. They're not coming. And, and, I'm, and I'm like, we have got presents to open. It is Christmas. What is what? And, and, and you know, and you and everybody else are like, yeah, just, we'll wait. They're just let them. And I'm like, what? It's why? very frustrating. What is, do, why doesn't Dr. Blathers diagnose me with something already? I was just writing a note for him for later. We'll just play that part of the show back for him. Yeah. But no, Kato, that, that's true. Oh, good plan. I wonder yeah. if it's because of your withholding. It's probably your fault because of the withholding. I'm sure it is. You know, I'm just going to have to get you something and give to you and then give this to you next year because I don't want to be holding up your dreams every night like that. Well, I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah, one yeah, thing. Yeah. Are, you, um, are you building an ark? Did someone say if you build it, I will flood? It's, the earth. it's sort of like it's an It's sort arc. of an ark. It, it's good enough for two Christmases. How about that? It, I really could give it to you at Christmas, and you'd be like, this is worth two Christmases. But an I'm not going to do that. As soon as I finish it, I'm giving it God, to you. God, he's making me an ark, and I can't wait. I hope I can Hopefully have... I can get it done in time for the flood. <laughs> two. I want two of every Funko Pop to come onto the <laughs> ark. 
with me. That's why it has to be so big. It's taken a long time to build an arc that big. <laughs> but don't worry, Kendall. Until the time of the arcs revealing, I'll wear this Batman ring, and I'll think of you when I do the bat dance. Good, good, good. Oh, man, these this skirt is riding up. <laughs> It's oh, such a great parade here. We're just out giving so many things out to all the people here on the parade route. Oh, yes. You know, I've been giving out little wax-wrapped <laughs> samples of butter from Mrs. Butter Butter Butterstone's <laughs> store. It's really going to bring in people to the store. It really is. You know, I can say this crowd is one that really loves butter. <laughs> oh, I hope that you boys have brought something from your store to give out. <laughs> oh, well... Uh, I brought these beads. I, you know, Kendall, Kendall, what Kendall's going to do is because, you know, I'm I'm in a common gay pride outfit over here. This is you can't shame me for this because this is this is who I am. I'm living my truth like Glee told me to do. And so what I'm going to do is I, and I, since I now serve as such a huge billboard, I'm going to have Kendall take that Sharpie over there. He, he can write the, you know, the name of our store and all the things we sell and directions there. And you got there'll be plenty of room for that on my back, Kendall. So we're going to do that. Oh, there's not enough ink in that marker clip. <laughs> we'll have to stop. Maybe we can stop by that Walgreens and get some extra Sharpies. <laughs> oh, I think you you look great in your Conan the Barbarian outfit. <laughs> oh, well, it's something that's kind of Conan Barbarian, isn't it? Really, it really kind of is. I if I this these He-Man boots yeah. that I put on with it. <laughs> That's why it's given off that. <laughs> you do look like like he <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I do. But anyway, now I love you and, and Mr. and both. You, did you make this rainbow suit, three-piece suit that he's got on? And, this, of course, this big hoop <laughs> skirt that you've got on? Dear, I've had so much fabric left over from making all the, the different rainbow-colored doilies I've been passing out to everyone. I thought I would make a suit for him and had this wonderful outfit for myself. <laughs> yes, you know, this is a three-piece suit, and Mrs. Potter Butter Butterson, she's been working up late at night, boys, just trying to finish it. And of course, oh, dear, you look even lovelier than Scarlett O'Hara <laughs> herself in that large hoop <laughs> oh, skirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do think both of you look great. And and you look so great on the float, out there passing out things and waving at everyone. Everybody just loves the both of you so much. Uh, hopefully we don't uh, detract too much back here, you know, with all the stuff we're I don't doing. think we will because we're kind of in the shadow of this big butter sculpture of a rainbow heart. So, it's you know, we're kind of the last thing people see. when Is that real butter? It is, but isn't it? It is butter, right? Oh, somebody have some bread? Oh, dear, there's no eating of the heart, dear. Not right now, anyway, dear. (laughs) But you'll just have to eat your own heart out, candle boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sugar love, we've got to get back out there. I see people who want a rainbow doily. (laughs) Oh, yes, dear, Oh, I hope Crockpot's not throwing out pottery into the crowd. Oh, that could hurt. <laughs> that could hurt. I hope someone told her that's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Elephants. 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 People thought maybe we'd elephants. just skip over elephants today, but no. No. Cliff, elephants never forget, and neither do we. We're going to tell these tips right what now. What are some of the things they remember, Kendall? Try to remember the kind of elephant in September when life Cliff, was they remember everything and the trunk was hollow. Well, what, everything as in what? Oh, they remember all the terrible things humans have done to them. But no, Cliff, they also, you know, a lot of people think that elephants drink with their no. trunks. You know, they just stick it in the water and like, like a big straw. Debunk. Wrong. Debunk that. That's a tool to drink with. This, they accomplish this by filling the trunk up with water and then using it as a hose to pour it into their mouth. Can you imagine? Wouldn't it be cool to have a trunk that you could just grab stuff with? I would love it. Do I think that humans should have another, especially nowadays, because Lord knows, kids looking at their phones, right? We're going to need another appendage because we got two hands on the phone, one hand on the Nintendo, the other's driving. We're going to need a, a, th- a, a trunk. 
We will. Maybe we'll evolve and we'll have a trunk and that's what we'll do things with while we're constantly on the phone texting. I hope so because then we're going to need to like, reach down, suck up some water, spray it in our mouth because we're all <laughs> so dehydrated. Spray it at other people to get too close. Yeah, for sure. But they do. And do you know that the things that elephants remember, possibly because they have the largest brains, we have the largest butts on the internet and we're proud, <laughs> proud of them for the next 15 years, Kendall. Fat Pride. Fat Pride Parade. Put Write that down somewhere. Uh, it's too bad I'm going to lose all that weight just before fat's cool again. <laughs> and let's not count those chickens before they hatch, okay? <laughs> but anyway, Kendall, speaking of huge brains and huge asses, elephants, they can remember distant watering holes, other elephants, and they even transmit. I don't know how they do it. Maybe they save it to a thumb drive or a trunk drive. <laughs> but they transmit their wealth of knowledge from generation to generation through matriarchs, which is another reason to hashtag burn down the patriarchy, right? Amen. Amen. Let's bring back the matriarchy Amen. from ancient Egyptian times. Things were way better. They built fucking pyramids. Need we say more? Pyramids, folks. Pyramids. But even more impressive, now this is impressive. I couldn't do this if I tried. Elephants, they will, you know, when they're walking places across the plains or whatever, I don't know. Yes, indeed, they're talking, yeah. They take, they, they adjust their schedule to when the fruit that they want is ripe. You know how I would adjust my schedule and I'd get there and they'd be hard and green. And I can't adjust any schedules. I can barely get anywhere on time. Not so with elephants. Uh, well, you know, they also, this this really blows my mind. What? They um, can hear through their feet. Uh. They have this great sense of hearing and the ability to send vocalizations, uh, vocalizations over long distance, distances. They snort, roar, cry, bark. And they also make these low frequency rumbles that they can pick up sounds in unusual ways. And just their feet on the ground they have enlarged ear bones and sensitive nerve endings in their feet, and the trunks allow elephants to pick up these infrasonic messages. They can detect seismic vibrations, and when agitated, elephants stomp. You know, it's like a warning to those in the immediate area to stay the fuck away from me. They hear sounds in mysterious ways, yeah. It's all right, though, Kendall. Yeah. This is something that reminded me of us, speaking of elephants, that newborns... <laughs> They basically weigh a full Cliff and Kendall. They weigh, can weigh over 250 pounds. Oh, Cliff, do not talk about weight on this show like that. Kendall, fat pride, fat pride. Just repeat it to yourself over and over till it sticks. But they also, it takes male elephants as long as 40 years. That's how old you are, Kendall, to finish growing. <laughs> Ouch, two hits in a row. <laughs> Can you believe that? They're not even fully grown. Well, you know what they do? <laughs> what do they do? Cliff, I don't care about that. That just was hurt. That just hurt. <laughs> but you know what they do? They support others oh, in need. Oh, what a wonderful thing. They don't, they don't just go around talking about how old the other... They're like, you're 40 years old, elephant. They are highly social, intelligent creatures, and they demonstrate behaviors that we humans recognize as compassion, kindness, and altruism. Isn't that just beautiful? Don't you wish that more humans were like elephants? I do. I wish that all the time. Now, Kendall, something else that makes elephants a lot like me and Meryl Streep, it's their versatility. Because elephants, they're known for their trunks, but most people don't realize, you know, that they have 150,000 different muscles in that trunk. Kendall. Uh, oh, that's so sad that people take their, oh, their trunk. I thought you were saying their tusk. No. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I was like, that's so sad. People just take their trunk. I don't know that there are <laughs> muscles in the tusks. There could be. But that tusk, obviously it can spray water, as we've said. It's not just a water mm -hmm. hose. It can do things as precise as shelling peanuts. Dumbo had that right. <gasps> Oh my god! Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. I thought that is so. Crazy. That's why I thought. That's why I thought I'd share it because this is so amazing. Now, do you, do you have any wonderful elephant memories? What's your favorite elephant memory? I don't. You know, other than the ones that we saw, of course, on safari in Africa. When I was young, 
this is this is now this is something that the Gen Zers might appreciate, okay? Because my little brother, who's slightly younger than us, he mm-hmm. he was you know a '90s kid, as they say, and <laughs> he loved this Disney movie called Operation. Dumbo drop, and it was about an elephant, and they, I don't know, something about the army, but anyway, they had to drop it somewhere. <laughs> and, about the army. But uh, you'd think I should know, because he watched that over and over and over when he was a young kid, like I did oh. with Troop Beverly Hills. Operation Dumbo Drop was his Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, no, I'd have been like, no, you're not watching that, you're watching uh, Troop Beverly Hills or Dumbo. <laughs> well, I, I let him watch, you know, I... I did my best. So we'll just say that and leave it at that. Kendall, it's a show of love. But that, uh, that's, a, that's an elephant memory. What do you remember? Well, I've got, I've got two good elephant memories. One is, of course, going to Disneyland and you ride the Jungle Cruise and they have the animatronic mm. elephants bathed in the pool. You know, love that. Mm. They never wear their trunks. <laughs> mm. um, but one of the favorite things, I went to this like um, place in Hollywood when we were out there in L.A., and it yep. was like for old, uh, you know, performing animals that they used to perform in movies, but they don't anymore. Aww. And so it's like a, a sanctuary sort of. And they had these elephants and they were like, bring a watermelon when you come because they love watermelons. And elephants will walk hundreds of miles to, to for these sweet treats when they find one. They're like, ooh, it's so good. And so I brought this watermelon and they were like, just hold it up and give it to the elephant. And this elephant like bit into it, and he when it you could hear it crack like a skull, I guess. And uh. the elephant started like sucking all the juice out, and its eyes were like rolling back in its head. It loved it so much, and I was like, "That is like me every time I eat anything." <laughs> and it was just it was my it's the most favorite memory I have of an elef- of an elephant, and I think of that every time I see elephants. Oh well, that's a beautiful memory. It is. I know. Well, and Cliff also, you know, they made that movie, White Men Can't Jump. They should have made Elephants Can't Jump because they can't jump. (gasps) They're the only only mammal. mammal. Yeah. Can you believe it? But they more than make up for it because they, they're like me. And all the other evolved they're people. They're so... And they are, yeah, <laughs> like in that way, too. And they also are just so sensitive. And oh, so they sensitive. express their love toward the dead. You know, they show interest and they touch and smell the dead animal, just like I would. Aww. And researchers have observed elephants making repeated... Visits attempting to assist expired animals and calling out for help, and long after the elephant has died, the elephant or not not after the elephant, its spirit <laughs> will return. No, long after an animal has died, elephants will return and touch the bones, and just to say, "Hey, bones, I'm sorry uh, for your loss." Cliff, you just really brought us down. Ooh, so sad. Well. I'll bring this back up because this is something that we might want to do this summer because, you know, the hot, hot heat. We were talking some time ago about beating the heat. It's hot, hot. You know, sometimes you run out, you go out to a picnic or a pool party or you're going to play volleyball on the beach and you think, dang, y'all, I forgot my sunscreen. Well, do like the elephants do. They could just roll sand and dirt and dust all over themselves and they use that as a layer of protection from the harsh rays. Oh, I'm out. That must be why Charles <laughs> the Contractor never burns. Hey, don't knock it till you tried it. He's got a layer of dirt on him at all times. Uh, oh, Cliff, something. look, there's Dr. Blathers go. out in the crowd right now. Look, Hey, Dr. Blathers! Uh, oh, look, he caught the doily from oh. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. That's good. Oh, he, he doesn't know what to do with it. He does. Oh, he's wiping his nose with it. It's oh, not a handkerchief, but okay. It, 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 uh, a doily obviously has no absorbency. Well, we'll call you later. We got lots to talk about. <laughs> oh, Kendall, it's nice to see familiar faces in the crowd. Kendall, unlike some of us, Asian elephants may be one of the smartest creatures when it comes to math. Did you know that? They can be used, trained to use a computer touchscreen and do math on it. Oh, my God, where were these elephants when I was in high school? I needed them. (laughs) Elephants, they're basically 
Goodwill Hunting. They can't walk by <laughs> a big math problem without just solving it. That's just what they do. They're so versatile. And they're versatile. And inside, they're mourning for their dead. <laughs> and they have dirt all over them because they are using it as sunscreen. Well, so can you imagine a dirt-covered elephant? Tears in its eyes because it's just been to a, a grave. And it comes along and solves a math problem with chalk because it can hold the chalk and do, with its trunk because it's like, you know, if you can shell a peanut, you can hold chalk. Yeah. And it just solves the problem. Oh. And then it goes and tells, that's a mother elephant, and it tells for generations how to solve for E equals MC squared. And they are beautiful <laughs> creatures. They actually probably came up with the equals MC squared. And, and, you know, Einstein was just walking by and he was like, oh, probably. They're probably writing it in the dirt with a stick. Yeah. With their trunks. Kendall, well, there's no junk in my trunk. And that's not a joke, Kendall. There's nothing back there at all. Cliff, it's no joke at all. It's time for some bird jokes. It is. These are bad. And it is quite breezy back there, as you <laughs> mentioned. Kendall, I got some great jokes today. I just want to let you know that these were from the farmer's almanac that was in Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's bathroom. So I was there, and I just well, Cliff, I, you're some. gonna have to go back and try again. These are supposed to be bad <laughs> jokes, not great jokes. Oh, Kendall, a person who was famous for his antipathy toward the medical profession once accosted a doctor with the observation that physicians were no better than hog butchers. I'm glad. Oh, sorry. I am glad, retorted the doctor, <laughs> for hog butchers are very adept in the business of curing. Oh. Oh, got, got him. him. Cliff, Cliff, a guy goes in for a job interview and he sits down with the mm. boss. The boss says, what do you think is your worst quality? And the man says, well, I'm really, really honest. And the boss said, well, that's not a bad thing at all. I think being honest is a very good quality. And the man says, well, I don't give a fuck about what you think. <laughs> <laughs> too honest. Uh, too honest. So, oh, then he did that. <laughs> right in his face. Then he did that, and then he lost the all hope for the job. Mm-hmm. A gentleman, Kendall, had a board put up on part of his land on which was written, I will give this field to anyone who is really contented. And whenever somebody came to the land and they would come up, you know, this guy, he would say, are you contented? And the general reply was always, yes, I am. Then would rejoin the gentleman, what do you want with my field? Whoa. Whoa. He was, if you're so content, what do you need a field you for? You don't need a field. <laughs> Idiot. 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 But what does, what does the dentist of the year get? A tooth something with a tooth i don't know no he just gets a little plaque <laughs> and cliff why did the invisible man turn down the job offer couldn't see himself there couldn't, couldn't see, see himself, himself working doing it there. right <laughs> yeah <laughs> kendall a vulture boards an airplane carrying two dead raccoons the stewardess looks at him mm. and says i'm sorry sir only one carrion per passenger He's <laughs> gonna have to check one. Gonna have to check one now, Kendall. Oh, you're gonna love this one. Tell me, Johnny," said his teacher. "If your father borrowed a hundred dollars and promises to pay ten dollars a week, how much will he owe in seven weeks?" A hundred dollars," said Johnny. "I'm afraid you don't understand the question," remarked the teacher. "I'm afraid you don't understand my father," replied Johnny. Oh, oh, Johnny. <laughs> Little Johnny. Oh, Johnny! Nobody understands him or his father. Cliff, why did the golfer bring an extra pair of pants with him? Uh, hole, in case he got a hole in one. In case he got a hole in one. I think we told that one before. <laughs> no, and Kendall, finally you for me, are just not giving me the credit for getting it. Sometimes I, you just get the answer to these jokes. I didn't mean because you got it. I meant that sounded familiar to me. No. <laughs> I wasn't trying to... To in, deflate your, your success You're trying of your to big deflate. win there. And Cliff, finally for me, I have a lot of jokes about unemployed people, but oh. none of them work. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh. The judge Tired. says, Now, madam, please tell the court all that passed between you and your husband during this quarrel. And the woman says, Your Honor, I could not remember everything, but I'm sure there was the rolling pin, three plates, and the stove lifter. 
And finally, for me, Kendall, finally over here on my side of the booth, there was a farm lady, and she was showing her place to her neighbor farmer who had a bent toward wit and mischief. She showed him her sheep and other (laughs) stock, but just as they were entering the house, she claimed, Dear me, you have not seen my calf, sir. No, ma'am, said the farmer. I never saw higher than your ankle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not a joke. All these jokes, all these jokes toward farmers. It's like the farmer's almanac is just, you know, it's a little too, it's a little too personal, a little too close to home. No, no, no. That just shows that these farmers, they have a sense of humor. They can laugh at themselves. (laughs) They can take a joke. It's like a roast, like a farmer's roast. roast. (laughs) Farmer's roast. That's, I love it. I lo- see, now that I explain it to you, you love it. And there's no going back. <laughs> All it took was a little explanation. All, it's it's going to take a little bit more explanation to understand why. What Charles is a contractor. Is he, is he filming a TikTok out there on the bow of this <gasps> float? Or? Charles. Oh. Well, Don't do that. Uh, oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, well, Kendall, we better Somebody take stop a, him, please. We have to take a break. And uh, we'll be right understand. back. I'm sorry. Charles. More sass right after this. I had a really good time with you tonight. Oh, I had a very good time with you, too. Enjoying being this close to you. <laughs> you know, there's a thing called a first kiss that happens every now and then. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I miss, don't laugh. <laughs> close Up with fluoride for whiter teeth and fresh breath. And paste, tartar control, and gel. Bullseye. Thank you. <laughs> Make some room, Cliff and Kendall are back. Listen to this new track of mine from my upcoming 40 for 40 box set. Uh, This is one I'm actually going to be performing here at the end of the show. I'm going to step out while Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, while she, you know, takes a water break. And I'm going to sing this song. It's called What Makes You Stay from my upcoming. And it does have you. It's featuring snippets of you from the show and one small insignificant part. Uh, It's bound to be a winner. It's bound to be a winner. Get ready, get ready, bound to be, excuse me, I think we have a wiener here, (laughs) yes, oh, we do, it's that song, coming up, I'm, I'm, you know, when I perform, I'm gonna lip sync it, so I'm just gonna let you push play on the track in here, because I have a lot of these TikTok dances that Fonky's been trying to teach me, and you know it takes me about six to eight weeks to learn a 30 second dance, Mm -hmm. so... You know, I'm just going to do that 30 seconds over oh, okay. and over and over until the song is done. I'm sure they'll love it. But anyway, Kendall, they will love it. It's, you know, it's long enough for a TikTok. That's the only, I blame partially you. It's adults like you who make it sound like it's okay. Uh, you know, it just that's why nobody has any sort of attention span anymore. Oh, Cliff, the attention span went way before TikTok, please. TikTok was, was not the cause, it was more of a symptom. Remove the cause, but not the symptom. All right, Kendall, whatever you say. Now, this is the time for us to move on from elephants. Was there anything else you needed to say about elephants other than how much we love them? We'll never forget them. Oh, there's a... some. My mother had a bunch of, like... What do you call them? Storybooks? Like the big picture books, you know? But a lot of them are very high. 
level, some high level stuff in there. It's not all Dr. Seuss. And she had one, and I need, I need, I should have looked it up before I just thought of this random memory. But there was this, <laughs> oh, there was this book about this elephants in this taken I don't even know but I just remember crying 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 when I read it I'll look it up while you're talking later and maybe <laughs> that I was can a great story it, it was well, a good one yeah. wasn't it we're moving on from elephants All except right. for this one story that Cliff's researching we're gonna start <laughs> talking now about panthers ooh panthers oh I love them Kendall do you love a panther love them Cliff there's two main types of panthers white and black but oh, it don't Kendall, matter. don't be it's so reductive. Now, oh, Cliff, I am not. It, you know, don't don't you start judging those panthers for their color because they can't help it. It's it's a skin genetic disorder called melanism when an animal uh, appears all black like that in the wild. They actually, you can see um, under the, their skin is actually the same color that the the hair grows out of. Panthers belong to the family of cats, leopards, and lions. And they're sometimes called jaguars, and there are different types of panthers, like what we said, black and white. Wait, is a pa- So, now this is something that in my research... Oh, no, there's other colors. That's the I, two main types. What? Oh, there's red, orange, yellow, blue, green, and yeah. violet. All those Tommy. panthers. We're here Spotted. for all the panthers. Uh, okay, so a panther is a jaguar, and is a jaguar... Like, what... Can you explain all that? <laughs> uh, sure. Um, so, uh, I, let's see if I remember this correctly. <laughs> Please explain it. I just got so, too confused. So, uh, panthers sometimes describe a jaguar. And mm, panthers, well, so, oh, hold on. Let me just check with the internet because I don't want to mess it up. Just check with it. Meanwhile, everybody, uh, guess what? I found oh, the yes, book. Oh, yes, tell the story. It's, Desperate to make it will make you cry. It's Faithful Elephants, a true story of animals, people, and war. See, you're crying already. You're crying already. Uh, Boo hooing. It's from 1997. You can get paperback. I may need to get the, it's It's just in case you need a good cry. Sometimes you just need a good cry. And this is definitely going to give it to you. I've got to learn more about this. Faithful Elephants by uh, Yukio. Suchia, so I'm going to say that. Kendall, have I you... I think have the listeners started crying when they started this show. They've been crying, and now they've cried themselves to sleep about 20 minutes ago is what I'm assuming. But, Kendall, let's... Well, let's wake pod- up. <laughs> I got to tell you the difference between Panthers yes. and Jaguars. I want you to podcast like no one's listening. So you tell us all about it. What's the difference? I'm good at that. Cliff, they are often confused for one another, and it is easy mistake to make, as the term panther is often used to describe several different species. The truth is that a panther is not a single species, but is a term that is most often used to describe a black jaguar or a black leopard. So, if you're confused about just which is which, don't worry. There's some key differences. For a start, the most obvious difference is the coat color and the easiest way to tell jaguars and panthers apart. Also, one is more elusive than the other and prefers to remain in the shadows. That's not all. There are far more of these fantastic animals that meet the eye. There's, and then I've got millions of different things that uh, differentiate. I can go into if you'd like. I'll go into it. All right. Well, the panthers are about up to 130 pounds. Jaguars are 120 up to 210 pounds. The location is obviously different. Panthers are in Africa, Asia, India, China, and jaguars are in Central and South America. Um... Panthers are usually black, with the appearance of the rosette markings, characteristic of both jaguars and leopards, visible on the coat. And jaguars are pale yellow or tan and covered in black spots. Rosettes on the side have a spot in the center. Wow, really? Yeah. There you go. That's nuts. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of all the different... See this one? That's the jaguar. It's got all the spots on it. <laughs> I hope you've seen the crowd reaction to Mrs. Potter Rickerbush and her beautiful rainbow doilies. Oh, why this, oh. they can't get enough. <laughs> yeah, we've been watching. They're loving it. Oh, well, it's just a little thing I thought I could give out. Well, I think you did a great job because now what about your butter samples, Mr. Snodbottom? Have those been flying 
off the shelves or I've sort of, are they melting? This butter heart sculpture is starting to melt in the June heat of Bushnelltown. Yeah, we really here. need to get some bread. <laughs> well, we don't have any bread or anything like that on board the float, can't boy. And I'm afraid my butter samples, I gave them all out to a traveling bagel salesman. <laughs> you know, he said it would be very good advertising. So as a business Man, we, that's what I had to do. Well, we could always make a stop at the Blopsmoosh Food and More while we're, you know, it's not just a short little trip off the main street over there. I mean, Kendall, we're but going. Dear, we have no time for that. I know. We have no time to stop. We have so many doilies oh, to pass out, dear. Very, very many doilies left to In describe. Fact, we have so many, we're going to make another loop around and go through the parade once again, dear. Oh, yes. If we stop anywhere, we'll stop at a yarn store for more doily materials, boys. <laughs> Yes. Well, that's a good idea, dear. Maybe we should stop at the yarn store. That would be a wonderful idea. Yes, I think the crowd may demand it. <laughs> All right, let's get back out there. I hear that. Oh, my goodness. Well, it is nice to see that people are just into doilies still. Like they Well, they could have brought us some butter since that not it's not going so fast. Kendo, if you want some butter, just reach out and grab a handful of that sculpture. I think it's pretty soft. You don't no knife needed. <laughs> I'm afraid. At this point. I don't wanna I don't wanna break their heart, Cliff. <laughs> uh Kendo right, now are leopards panthers. Did you cover that? Oh my god, this is not a show about <laughs> all the different animals in the ecosystems, Cliff. <laughs> What about cheetahs? Are they uh, panthers? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, there's so many. It's too much to go. We're going to have to do a whole other show about leopards and uh, what, what was the other one? A cheetah. That'll be next week. Leopards and cheetahs. Oh, okay. Let's cancel that. That's too, that's too confusing. <laughs> I've been canceled three times already this show. So That's true. You are the Harvey <laughs> Weinstein of Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Okay, we don't have to bring up him every time you talk about me. Weinstein, so. Woody Allen, Kendall, all the same. You say him in the same breath. Mother like Teresa. Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Oh, Kendall, speaking of Huey, Louie, and Dewey, did you watch this Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie? Ah, did. Wasn't it so great? It was wonderful. Did you see all the Easter eggs in it? All the billboards? Everyone, I just loved it. I loved it. I loved... It was a love letter to us. To and us. We, you better get used to enjoying these now, because like you said, they're going to start making those like 20-year plus, like, you know, like retro stuff yeah. for the people younger than us pretty soon. They will. Absolutely. So you got to... That's why you got to enjoy now. Invest now in Jake Gyllenhaal memorabilia. But... <laughs> No, but it, it was so great, and it was. I was trying to explain it to this person on the street the other day because they they said something about chips, and I was like, "Chip, Chip and Dale," and I was like, "You gotta watch this movie, Chip and Dale, <laughs> Rescue Rangers on the Disney Plus." And I said, "You don't even have to have watched that show because now I was as a kid. Whenever that came on, I was not watching that. Did you watch the rest? Oh, I did. You did? Okay. Oh, religiously, every morning. I loved uh. it." Ch-ch-ch-ch-bandale, right. rescue rangers, ch-ch-ch-bandale, rescue ranger. When other cousins would be at my grandmother's house, and I wasn't opposed to it or anything, but just by that time, I was already thinking, I need to watch a Roseanne rerun in the afternoon or something. That was <laughs> that was where I was. But I have nothing against it, but I was trying to, that's when I went into this whole thing. I was like, do you know Chip and Dale? And at first they thought I meant the rescuers, you know, from the, the mice. And I said, no, 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 that was oh. The Rescuers, which was also good, but Chip and Dale, they were chipmunks and not mice, and they, you know, they ran around with Pluto or whoever, and then they had this, their own show, and it took 20 minutes before I was like, I never even watched a show, so you could watch this movie and still love it, like I did. And then I, yeah. at this point, there, there was, the person was like backing away from me, like, enough with this already. <laughs> but I thought it was great. Yeah, no, it was wonderful, and like... Like I said, even if you didn't like watch the show, there were so many Easter eggs in there from like animation over the years, and like they they threw in stuff about Roger Rabbit, like just something for everybody, you know. And there are, as I hate the term Easter egg, especially after Easter, but there are a lot of things in there, and I bet that there's a lot that you and I didn't even pick up on because we're so old. I bet there's stuff for kids too. 
that I didn't even realize. I looked online. I read all the stuff. Like, all the Easter eggs you missed. And I was like, no, I caught them all. I told you where Easter egg came from. I, sh- I shared it on the show. Remember that? On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. Easter egg. The emblem of suffering and eggs. What? Where did they come from? From Easter? It was, finding no, the eggs. Well, it was from Easter, but it was back when a Rocky Horror Picture Show was filming in London. And the American cast was, like, really homesick. And so they decided to throw an Easter egg hunt for them at Easter. And they, you know, hid them all around. And they, uh, there were some, like, in the cemetery. And some did not get picked up. And, like, one shows up in some press photo of Rocky Horror Picture Show next to the throne or something. So that's why they call it an Easter egg. Because they're like, oh, it's a little hidden thing. It's an Easter egg. I've never heard that. You never shared that on this show. Can you even sitting uh, on that for 15 years? Pretty Well, ma- maybe I was trying to. You started telling the story, and I never got to it. But it, regardless, there's the story of the Easter egg. Google it. I, I promise yeah. you it's true. I mean, why would you make that up? So Why would I, I make that's that great. up? Why would you do it, Kendall? And what would you do? What, what would you do? Do, 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 do. What would you do? Oh, Cliff, I'll tell you what I'll do. Ask me. All right. I got one. Let's see. Oh, this sounds like you. You laugh. You laugh at an old man who drops a sack of groceries on the street. <laughs> but if it's funny, I will. And when he and his the apples are just rolling, rolling. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. And that's what you think. But too bad. This old man is an evil genie in oh, disguise, shit. and he doesn't like your laughter. What? 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 He does not find it hilarious, like you did laughing at the aged. So he curses you that every time you stand up, you have to. Doo doo. You cannot stand up without <laughs> shitting. What would you do? I guess I'll be bound to a wheelchair, Cliff, because I already oh. have to pee every time I stand up, so th- that's really going to be it. Or I just get a colostomy the- bag. <laughs> You're going to need a lot of bags. You're going to need, like, you know how those <laughs> mowers have things behind them to collect the grass clippings yeah. sometimes? Yeah. With those, that's what you're going to need. Something. I'll just pull it behind me in a wagon. That. You're going to definitely need a wagon. You're going to need a wagon. wagon. Love it. Shit wagon. Shit wagon. <laughs> Cliff, you're on a plane. It's a private jet that we got to take for our show. They asked us to come perform somewhere, and they put us in private jet. Uh, it turns out the pilot decided he couldn't take any more of our hilarity while we were on the plane. We were just being so obnoxious and, you know, well, I say hilarious it was obnoxious to the pilot. So he just took the only... Oh, he didn't think it was funny. He took the only parachute and he jumped out of the plane. And there's only the two of us left on the plane. And of course, I know how to handle this situation, but I just took a Benadryl for my allergies and I have fallen out cold. So I'm laying there on the ground. It's up to you, Cliff. You're the only one that is awake and alert on a private jet with no pilot. What do you do? Well, I get momentarily annoyed at you falling asleep because I was just going to have you do the obvious. I know. Well, that's why I had to take myself out. While I helped myself to whatever food was left back there. It's a private jet. I bet they have a bunch of stuff on, you know, back in the wherever, the galley. But since you're asleep, I should just let you crash and die. But I won't. Ow. I will. <laughs> for, for, I should just kill us both, since you just want to go to, to my sleep allergies. Cliff's going to kill us both. It would serve you right in a lot of ways, Kendall. But <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'll just do what I would have told you to do. I grab your phone or my phone, and I just look up on YouTube how to land private jet video of easy two-step Three steps at most, I'm sure. Tutorial. Oh, I land us on the. I strip. hope you brought your phone because I got AT and T. You're never going to be able to get it up there. <laughs> well, I've got mine, and there's maybe you know the pilot might have left his. I'm sure there's some you know he probably wrote down some coordinates or something up there. And I, you know, you call the station. It's just it lands itself. These modern planes. Uh, oh, then then I guess Mrs. Potter, but a better term, Mrs. Snobbottom would have a. Great big send-off eulogy episode from after we crashed and burned on no, the side of the mountain. we would live, but 
I would prank you when you woke up. I would say, get up, get up, you're dead. We've died. We've gone to hell. The devil wants to talk to you right now. <laughs> and you just to see the look on your face. That's what I would do, Kendall. You'd never get me. Prank you about All the right. devil. Devil prank. All right, Kendall. Now, this really does sound like you. <laughs> you are on a Disney cruise for fans in their 40s. And on day three, oh, I love the it. cruise ship, it's called the Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Disney afternoon cruise ship. <laughs> How but too bad for Chippendale and the rest. It's boarded and taken over by the one and only Blackbeard the Pirate. And, oh, well, no. you know, it's just he's decided everyone's going to walk the plank. And he's had them walk the plank, Mickey, Minnie, all the people in their costumes and all the rest are, are, you know, dropping as we speak, and you are going to be the first passenger to walk the plank right after the seven dwarves. What would you do? Uh, let's see. I'm ready for this because whenever I go on a cruise, I am just terrified I'm going to drown. So I have these automatic emergency arm floaties that will just inflate when I hit the water. So I'll just be start. I'll start floating, and then I'll save all the characters, and there'll be a big, huge news story. Kendall saves all the Disney characters: Mickey, Minnie, Chip, Dale, all of them. How are you going to save them in the middle of the ocean? Uh, they're going to float on me because I'm floating already, and we're just going to float to the safety, <laughs> safety on the closest island, to the island of safety that's nearby. All yeah. right. Who am I to deny? Uh, if, Blackbird, if Blackbeard is alive and boards a Disney cruise line, I think we can float to a, the uh, close island called Safety. No, no, Kendall. Um, there are just some although, things that make sense and some see don't. The, have, have you seen the new show, Our Flag Means Death? Have you seen that? Yes, I have. So, see, Blackbeard's actually really nice. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you you didn't make it to the season finale. Oh... Oh, you're dead. I did, but he's still he's still you're good. You're dead. Still you're good. dead in the water, Kendall. You're dead in the water. That's all. <laughs> all right. Yes. All right. All right. My turn. Kendall's turn. My turn. Cliff, you are in line at a fat person only ice cream Ooh. shop, and you're proud. I of love it. it. Can uh, you imagine? It, how that's the kind you want to go to, where nobody's gonna look at you weird when you're gonna be like when you tell the person you're gonna need a bigger bowl. For what I want. When I'm gonna say I want two pints to go. Yeah. But I an evil thin an evil thin genie appears, Cliff, and he tells you you are going to have to make a decision and fast. He is about to wipe Jake Gyllenhaal off the map. He will be dead within minutes. Or he can wipe every film he's ever made off the planet, and with it the knowledge that he was ever an actor to himself and to the rest of the world. What do you do, Cliff? What do you do? Easy. You... Easy. Yeah, you, you tell the genie, you take the second option, you write a quick note, leave it in your pocket, because it takes you about 10 seconds to list all the movies that he's made. Then he wipes them, the movies <laughs> are gone, whatever. Nobody remembers, but... Like in every movie ever, I do remember on the power of my love and the power of my love I go and I get the dream team the dream squad the core four are you calling me no you 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 might you uh, oh. you might be there I, I'll get you to do something you can be we need a lot of background extras I can do the boom mic I can hold boom mic you might get some Jake probably will remember better people than that you know I'm calling the core four me Jake Whoopi and Bette Midler. And we, the four greatest, most entertaining actors of our time, will remake them all. We'll start with Bubble Boy. Oh, I can't wait to see who Bette Midler plays in Bubble Boy. Listen, <laughs> the, the options are literally endless. We might even have to stop with, because Kendall, you know, if they wipe out all the Jake Gyllenhaal movies, that also includes... City Slickers. So you're going to want to suck up to us because we're going to be remaking City Slickers because he was a little boy oh. in City Slickers. 
But who's gonna play? Who's gonna play Billy Crystal's character? Well, Jake can play that now because he's forty. You could play the little oh. boy. We'll let you play young Jake. <laughs> Cliff, I'm forty-two. I don't know if you You'll noticed. Be, listen, we'll have you de-aged. They do that all the time. I just, I've, <laughs> they do. Everybody these days, it's they just put a filter on their face and they got. I've watched ten things in the last week where people were de-aged. Oh, I know. It's it's. It's way more than a filter. But yes, Cliff, they don't have the CGI budget. They don't have the CGI budget to de-age Well, the me. de-aging will be easy. The de-fatting. The proud fat. Ooh. And you're you're yeah, fat and proud, the but to the character as a young, small boy was not fat and proud. <laughs> so it's going to have to be CGI. <laughs> that was back before it was proud. Right, right. It was a long time ago, Kingdom. But anyway, I think that we did solve yep. that problem. All right. Here's one for okay, you. Great. Speaking of Hollywood... All right, back to, back back to our old stomping grounds. Hollywood, we go. Moving back to Hollywood. <laughs> I'm so afraid we may have to one day. Kendall, after all, Hollywood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, not after all. After all, Hollywood directors are flown to Mars for their own safety. You get a call because we have not been flown to Mars. Ooh. We're still on Earth, and it. Guess who is calling? It's a planet to planet call from the one, the only, the real. Steven Spielberg. And he... Of course it would be. He's still interested in DreamWorks functioning on Earth and making products for Earth, you know. And he wants you to direct a movie. But, you know, he... He's... He he knows what he wants. Let's say that. He knows what he wants. And... And he's right. Exactly. So we know that you're going to go with whatever he offers you, but you do have to make a choice. Of course. He gives you three options. He says, look, Kendall, these are three on the DreamWorks slate. We've got them ready to go. You choose which one you want to direct and tell me your vision for it. Okay. You can either do, like, okay, these days a remake is basically a reboot, right? Remook, remook, rebate, whatever. A (laughs) remoot, right. They just they just make things over, over and over again. and over again. All right, Kendall, you can either make a reboot remake of the BFG, a reboot remake of JFK, or a new musical biography of the band LFO, aka the Light Funky Ones. What would you do? Well, um, Cliff, I've never seen uh, BFE. BFG, so I have to pass on that one. Um, but I would remake JFK, and I'll tell you why. Ah, I'll tell because, me why. You know, they we hit this certain point in history where they released a lot more papers of JFK, and after all, that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. This has been like in the last two years. Two years. They, there's a whole yeah. Oliver Stone did a big uh, thing on like History Channel about it, or one of those channels, and they came up with all this new information. About and and I, I don't want to go into it. I don't want to sound crazy because I'm not. I'm not like I'm not one of those people. But there are things mm-hmm. that came to light that were like not known before that are very interesting. And I think the whole movie could be done with a whole new spin, a whole new take. And you know, I'd probably recast because you know I'd just do some things, do things, some things differently. And I'll probably add some musical numbers because you know what people need some music. You definitely would want to recast me. Jake Gyllenhaal could easily. He oh, could be too JFK. bad you're busy making all the Jake Gyllenhaal movies. So, <laughs> oh, this is the same universe. I guess so. Okay, yeah, well, why not? Listen, then I I choose. Uh, you choose. It's my Donnie Darko, <laughs> Brokeback Mountain, uh, Ambulance, whatever. All these, all of them. Nightcrawler. I choose that instead of your one. But here, let me. Here's a suggestion for a musical song in your thing. Okay. LFO. You just use mix the two. Half JFK, half LFO. Do you remember that from our youth, Kendall? Oh, was that our youth? We were so young. Feels like two years ago. We were teens. (laughs) Oh, how time flies. When you're getting smacked in the face by life. It sure does. I have one more, I think. Do you? Are you done I have with one more, what yeah. I do? No, I have one all more. Right. Oh, oh, it's my turn. Okay, who's... You asked me about JFK okay. and then took over and told me all the movies you'd make. Well, 
That's because you brought it back to me and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, and brought, I brought it back. I just said, you right. asked who would I would cast. Anyway, Cliff, you are in the Acme. And I suggested us, but we're busy, yes. You're in the yes. Acme Cartoon Factory. When Judge Doom Uh-oh. himself plants a bomb in the basement of the factory. Now, when it's discovered, there's no time to get everybody evacuated. It's just too late. And for some reason, they, they, you, you must have belched, and they were like, oh, we got volunteer. They're like, you need to go uh, disarm this bomb. Cliff, what do you do? It's long story short, I have to disarm a bomb, right? Yeah. Is that the gist? That's okay. the gist. I'm glad you're paying attention. Here we go. Another instance of open up your phone, open to YouTube, how to disarm a bomb. Ten seconds later, me and the Acme cartoons are we're singing "Smile, Oh Just oh. Smile." Cliff, well, unfortunately, is a great world after all. Cell phone service is known to be terrible in Toontown. You've blown everybody <laughs> up. No, 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 no. Because I'm on the Wi-Fi. There was free Wi-Fi in that building, <laughs> and I was on the Wi-Fi. And we might sing instead. It, it of wasn't that, free Wi-Fi. It was free ha ha's. Ha-ha! <laughs> it was one big ha-ha. Finally for me, Kendall, I think this one probably is so good. Oh, it is. It's a great one. Totally go you, out on. too. I could see you doing this. You and Susan are going to the Queen of England's Jubilee celebration, whatever that was, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Last and week. Susan's, <laughs> yeah, whenever. Susan sent you to buy a gift for the queen, or Liz, as Susan's taken to calling her. And you <laughs> bought what she said to, and, and you had it gift-wrapped. You bought a baseball mitt. You thought, a baseball mitt? Okay, whatever. It's what Susan wants. She's what she says the queen wants, so let's, let's do it. But when you get to the party with the, your gift-wrapped box. Susan hasn't looked in it because you had it professionally gift-wrapped at the store. Of course. Because this is the this is the queen we're it's talking the queen. about here, Of England. Of England. And so Susan, she says, you know, like, oh, I'm so excited to see the queen. I can't wait to see the oven mitt that you got her. And you're like, oh, oven mitt. And it's anybody's guess whether she said oven mitt and you thought baseball mitt or she said baseball mitt by accident. But anyway, the queen is a collector of oven mitts, as is well known. And you're standing there, and you have made a major screw-up. Another one. You, got you say screw-up. Base, <laughs> baseball mitt in the package, and the queen's coming down the line. It's just a few. It's just Chris Rock and, you know, Tucker, uh, Tanya Tucker right there before you, and then she's going to come. You're going to curtsy, and you're supposed to give her this oven mitt but it's a baseball mitt. What would you do? Well, I got two options, Cliff. One, I mean, they're basically like weekend and at Bernie's her anyway because she's so old. They're, they're just like pulling her along. So she wouldn't even notice. But, but, you think it's a faux but. pas. I think getting the, the queen that has every oven mitt known to man because she's such a collector certainly wouldn't have one that looks like a baseball glove. I'd be like, I actually went to a specialty store to get you one of the rarest oven mitts in the world. It looks like a baseball bat, and it's made for crumpets, so you can catch them as they come out of the oven. All I can say is you are definitely going to be sleeping on the couch that night. Uh Uh-oh, doghouse. Oh, the the couch of the royal palace. I can't wait, Cliff. (laughs) She's invited me over to stay on the royal palace couch. I love it. Not wrong. Okay, Kendall, well, that's all I'm doing. That's all I would do. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm doing. Anything else about a panther before I start limbering up over here to go do my song? It's got... Well, they love to swim. Did I say that? They do. Elephants also love to swim. What if you were in a pool with a panther and an elephant? What a fun time. I think I'd jump up on the elephant to stay safe because those panthers might get you. Oh, uh, not in this one. This is going to be a fun. This is like a reboot of Life of Pie. Kendall and an <laughs> elephant and a panther swimming in a pool. I, I, I'm buying tickets. I'm reserving my spot for opening night. I would buy tickets, but I'm in it. I'm not. I, I'm not in it because I'm too busy making all the Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> movies. 
We're making Day After Tomorrow. We're making Nocturnal Animals. We're making Accidental Love. We're making Brothers. Be very busy. We're making Sisters Brothers. Oh, so many. A lot. I got a lot of movies to make. You know, Whoopi and Bet and Jake and I are going to be very busy. Kendall, I hope that you've had fun. I hope listeners have had even more fun. And I hope that you're all ready for my performance. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready as I'm ever going to be. i got to get this, all, this skirt off, though. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Are you at least wearing a jock strap underneath so you'll fit in? Oh, good, good point. I better keep this on. All right, Kendall, hit the track over there and open the door. Oh, oh God, here we go. I'm all right, here we out. go. What is the thing that sparks you deep inside? What is the thing that you see in eye when you close your eyes? Turn you on. Yep. Do big yep. Johnsons turn you on? Yep.